0: Hello, listeners. I am back with another talk about 30 coins. Since you don't know who I am, I am Alvia your drama fiend. Yes, yours. I review movies and dramas, but I nitpick at times small things that happen in a drama. So let's just get to it. We see our priest Manuel, which I'll just call him our priest or Manuel from now on, as a child who killed his dog and then buried him. I feel like he purposely killed the dog. He seemed like he genuinely felt bad that he forced the dog to jump over the cliff. I feel like that was a real memory until we get one of Manuel's friends asking for the coin, even though that didn't happen then. So I have a couple things I want to say. First off, when did he get Manuel and force him into a dungeon? How did he get him there at all? I don't like jumps like this because it doesn't make any sense. This is the weirdest jump in the show of time because it doesn't start where we left off. What happened after Manuel saw Fabio come out of the back room? I don't like jumps like this because it doesn't make sense how Manuel would get tricked into being locked in a cell for who knows how long unless Fabio somehow distorted his memory from the moment our priest saw Fabio to the moment he went into the cell. We don't know all the things Fabio can actually do though so I just I just don't like that strange jump in time but it's not that severe though. We see all of the relic scrolls and gospels that Fabio had gained in 20 years, and what was interesting was that Fabio praised Manuel to the rest of his crew about him adding the final piece, which I'm sure he's talking about the coin, and I thought maybe they didn't have them all, but this shows that they need the last coin that Elena just threw away. So Fabio mentioned that he had gospels directly from Jesus himself, and they were not in the Bible. So. They were banned or sacred information and I'm curious to what it says, but we can assume that it holds secrets to ancient power and events that happened that no one knows about because it was removed somehow or thrown away. Some truths that maybe the Pope and other important religious figures in the past hid so that it couldn't be used by people like Fabio who wants ultimate power. Maybe that's why it was removed and hidden away or they tried to destroy it and the priest, Manuel, didn't know any of this, which I originally thought he did. I think that he didn't really know and fully understand what power the coin could hold, which is why he gave it to Elena. I guess he held on to it because it had to do with Giacomo, a sort of memorabilia to not forget his guilt in a way. I thought a few episodes ago he knew and gave it to her, but he didn't know. I was upset with him because he gave it to her, but he didn't know. He only found out after all of those events started taking place and those possessed townspeople kept asking for it. I was so mad at him for giving it to Elena. It was just, you didn't, he didn't need to, but you know, I realize now that he didn't know. I've also been saying a lot about Fabio these past two podcast episodes, but Fabio mentioned that he sold his soul. Plus, we're getting a lot of information about him anyway, so yeah. I wasn't thinking that he did sell his soul then when he went through the door, but he did. and. That makes sense now since he said that. Um, He does the devil's bidding all while collecting and raising a priest army, but for the devil though. It's all what the devil wants. Also, Sandro's words were right. I think he said that the devil is using him and I think the devil will dispose of him when the time is right or when he acquires the 30 coins, the devil will basically rise up in strength or something like that and make Fabio and the other lackey priests his slave, you know, the high priests. I do find Fabio's character very intriguing though because I'm, you know, it's good to see this kind of antagonist and how he's growing in power and what he strives for and his reasons behind doing what he does or choosing to do what he does. He said that he got closer to God by finding all of those gospels and other artifacts. One in which is that I saw a cross in the shape of a Nazi sign. Pretty unsettling, and yes, I will talk about Fabio's child that he summoned just in a little bit, but I think that Fabio is not closer to God, obviously. He is further away from him than ever before. Just because you have info about him doesn't mean you're close to him, and it doesn't mean you know him. If anything, he's closer to the devil. Like I mentioned before, Fabio made his choice, and he chose evil, especially that kind of power should not be given to anyone. So why do you think this is good to have? Because he's given up on his, um, search for finding God than the way he's chosen now. Now, Fabio's child, as he called it. Another thing that should not have been made, I swear the design team is upping the game on making more and more disgusting creatures. Fabio formed this creature out of a human using their own blood. It turned into a blob like being with the torso and head still attached. I felt so disgusted inside. Sadly, Sandra died, but I noticed the priest was shooting everyone but chose not to kill Fabio because Sandra stopped him which I think he should have just ended it right then and there but then someone else would have risen up. Fabio won't stop though. Manuel definitely has to go back to town though to make sure Elena is okay. Manuel was about to die then but Fabio stopped that thing from killing him. My question is why does Fabio keep trying to woo Manuel into his team? Why does Fabio need him so much? He could just torture and humiliate Elena until the coin resurfaces and gets back to her like Mario the Scarecrow said. I knew it would wind up back with Elena some way or somehow and the next episode Roke will go back to town and more havoc with the coin in hand. It doesn't make any sense to me why he would need Manuel when Fabio knows Elena has it. Unless there is something more to Elena and even the priest like I speculated episodes like multiple episodes even the last one. If you haven't heard it please go back to it because I analyzed the fourth episode like in depth. So let's talk about Elena and Mario the Scarecrow. I knew he would eventually try to kill one of our main leads. Of course he was there for the coin but the witch is still alive so she will continue to be a problem if Elena doesn't leave right away or they kill her. Which Elena won't get a chance to, I think, because Roke will return. Something will always hold her back because she is meant to be there, I believe. I truly think so. Also, Elena had sex with that scarecrow, but it was a threesome. That whole scene was uncomfortable for me. Will Elena find out that someone was controlling Mario the scarecrow? I was also trying to figure out when she'll notice that the man wasn't her husband. Was his behavior different? Wasn't his behavior different? Did he say words that he never usually would say? Did he eat something he never liked? We don't know, because she never noticed he was weird until he revealed it himself. How could she be so blind? She was sleeping with a scarecrow. How could she not know? But, you know, she could have been so happy he was back that she didn't think twice about it. One thing that I wanted to quickly talk about was Murch's reaction and words when Paco was looking for a shovel to find mario mercia asked why wasn't elena in the house as if she wanted elena to be dead i said last time i understand her jealousy but shouldn't she be upset with her husband elena's been staying away from paco why wish for the woman to die mercia is going to do something mark my words especially if paco breaks up with her in the next episode or leaves her or gives her divorce papers or something something's going to happen but anyway this might have been a short one but that is all for tonight, evening, or morning, wherever you are in this massive, massive world. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow me at twitter.com slash for random tweets and information on what shows I am watching and maybe to discuss. Until now, this has been Alvia Winters. Stay safe out there, everyone. Laters.